Welcome to Dream Chasers Radio, where we are always daring to be different. Get ready, get ready, get ready to be inspired. Let's get moving toward our goals. And here to make that happen is our host, Yaya Diamond. Once again, daring to be different right here on Dream Chasers Radio. I am having a wonderful time over here. Man, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, things are moving so fast. I can barely keep up. I want to thank you for tuning in on 97.5 FM, Real Community Radio, Northport, Florida, as well as on Bumblebee Radio in New York City and the Caribbean Community Radio stations in the Caribbean, as well as the Dream Chasers Radio and TV network. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Ah, and the crowd goes well. No, okay, that was just. Anyway, so. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. We have a wonderful guest for you today. She is 10 years old, and I'm going to be interviewing her. I feel so privileged. Uh, Please tell everybody who you are and what you do. Hi, my name is Lila Grace Shefferly. I'm a singer, dancer, and actor, and I do a bunch of auditions, and I have a manager, and yeah. Wow. You're you're 10, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I'm 11. Oh, my gosh. You're, you just turned 11? How's it feel yeah, to be halfway to 22? How's it feel <laughs> to be halfway to 22? <laughs> Good. I always do that. That's just my, my inside joke. Time goes by fast is what I'm trying to say. Wow. So yeah. tell me how you got started. I mean, how did you know at such a young age that these are the things that you want to do? Well, I – well, I started dancing when I was four and singing when I was six, but um, I don't, like, I just wanted to. I feel like I just started taking dance lessons and stuff, and that was what I wanted to do. Wow. And singing and acting wow. and stuff. Wow. Well, I'm on your website. I think you're adorable. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my gosh. So, Tell me, you know, what are you doing? What are you doing, and how fast is it going for you? It's a lot of work. You have to, like, be able to – I also – like, with auditions, sometimes I have to get pulled out of school, so then I have to be prepared to do, like, extra homework and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But you also have to be ready to practice a lot, like – for dancing and competitions, since I do competitions, I have to practice my solos and duets and group dances with singing. If I have uh, if I have to sing for something, then I also have to practice that so I don't forget. It's a lot of work. Mm. And are That's you treated differently that. in school? Yeah? Are you treated no. differently in school? No? Uh, How no, is it in really. school? Do people know? Well, uh, do people yeah, know? But I like a lot of my friends, and everyone knows that I take auditions and stuff. But it's not really a big deal since I'm like in fifth grade, so it's like. Oh, you're on the top of the charts there with the, with the cream of the crop, fifth grade. But next year, you're at the bottom of the of the stack. How is that going <laughs> to work for you? Well, in we're actually in the, I'm actually in the middle school right now because mm-hmm. we start. We go into the middle school, fourth grade, so, yeah, but when oh. we get to sixth grade, it's, I don't know, sixth grade might be a challenge. So, what's sixth grade? 
sixth grade? Yeah. Like, what do you mean by that? Because, you know, I'm I'm old. So <laughs> back in the day, back in the day, middle school was seventh and eighth and ninth grade. They changed well, it. It used to. It used to be sixth, seventh, and eighth grade was the middle school, and pre-K through fifth mm-hmm. grade was the uh, elementary school. Okay. But okay. it mm-hmm. got it got too crowded in the elementary school, so they moved fourth and fifth up. So in fourth grade, when you're in the middle school, you don't really get to do a lot of things. Like you can't really participate in a lot of like school activities and stuff because you're like fourth grade. So they don't really like you do have a locker and stuff, but they don't like really. Like, you can't really participate in a lot of things. Grade, you can join the play, which is, like, a little something. But that's not really, still, that's not a very big step up from fourth grade. And then in sixth grade, you get, like, lockers with locks on them. You get to take your iPad home with you, like, stuff like that. Mm. Wow. Wow. That's, like, different for me. I must be really old. (laughs) (laughs) And if you can remember when it used to be, that the other way around, you're old too, you know. You're old too. Gosh, we're old. Wow. So doing everything that you're doing, and you're saying it's hard, and sometimes you have to have extra work. And you, but you say it's fun. So what is your most? What is the the most thing that you love the most? The favorite, your favorite favorite thing. Um. Well, I like to do all of it. It's it's all fun for me, because that's really all I do. I dance every single day of the week, like take voice lessons over the weekend, so. Wow. And how much dedication does it take for you, I mean, to to be in school, to do all of this? Well, you have to have a lot of dedication. You can't really have, like, another activity, like, in school. Like, I wouldn't be able to do the basketball team if I wanted to because that that would interfere with a lot of things. So you have to just, Mm -hmm. like, if you want it, then you have to go for it. Like, you can't really choose anything else. Did it make you sad that you couldn't choose anything else, or were you very happy at what you had already decided to do? I wasn't really sad because that's what I wanted to do. So if that is what mm-hmm. someone wants to do, then you should do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what do you suggest, like, for someone your age that they don't know what they want to do? How did how can they decide, or what is, the, like, one of the ways that you can help them to decide what they really, really love? I say just try something new. Like, try something new. If you don't like it, then you don't like it. You go for something else. Like, whatever intrigues mm-hmm. you, just go for it. So you have social media, right? Where, we, where do you post the most? Instagram. Ah, I love Instagram. So you have an Instagram page? What is it? Yeah. It's, it's at Lila Sufferly. All right. We're going to have that up later, okay? We'll put that up later okay. because I'm in my car. It doesn't work on <laughs> my car. But, but but definitely we will be putting all your information up later for everybody to see. Now, what's coming up for you lately? I have a top secret um, audition today. Ooh, top secret. Why do you have to say top secret? Now you got me all curious and because I can't be tell you it what day. it's for. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be thinking about it all day. That's not nice. <laughs> I'm not. I'm. 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 I'm just. I'm nosy. 
you know, you get older, you get nosy, like top secret. You could tell me what is it. You could say something. Now, don't say anything. Shh, shh. It's top secret. All right. But that's cool. So have you yeah. ever had a top secret audition before? Yeah. So this is not like nothing, you know, out of the normal for you. This is normal, right? <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Top secret in my life. You know, that would make me, like, really, like, that makes you, like, mysterious. I like that. And what else is going on? Singing and practicing. Piano. I love it. I love it. You're so cool. You're like, well, you know, just the regular stuff. I also <laughs> I have, love it. I, I also have a solo that ACCUA choreographed. Um, It's very, Ooh. like, and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's a Tony Award winning, like I know person. Wow, that is amazing, amazing. Well, I hope that after 11 years, I'm still alive that I can actually talk to you again. And when you're 22. Uh, okay. <laughs> I should be still here though. I'm not too old. I'm not that old. I should still be here. However. I want to see great things from you, so don't you ever stop. Okay. Okay? And thank you so yeah. much for being on my show. You made my day. Top secret, huh? You sure you can't say anything? Yeah, I can't. The hard <laughs> part. That's the hard part, especially with people like me who are nosy. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's not good. <laughs> thank you. Lila, thank you. Thank you so much for thank being you. on the show. You keep you keep it up. I'm so proud of you. And you guys well, need to go to her website. Me. Oh, anytime, anytime. So it's gonna be Lila, and then I'm gonna spell it because I'm gonna torture your last name, and and it's not gonna be good. So it's L I L A, P is yeah. Paul. F E F F E R L E dot com. Yeah. It means Pepperly well, actually well, in German means little pepper. Oh, you're a little pepper. You're so cute. Oh, you little pepper. Oh, that's so cute. I love it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to call you little pepper. Yeah. That's, that's, your new, that's your new nickname for me. I don't know if anybody else will tell you that, but don't tell everybody. I have a top secret thing I won't ever tell. I'm just kidding. Okay. Uh, my, my, my mom, when she was pregnant with me, all she could eat is lamb chops, so you can figure out what my nickname is like, right? <laughs> <laughs> My nickname's Lamb Chop. I got Little Pepper and Lamb Chops. We make a good dish together. Yeah. <laughs> Lila, thank you so much for being on the show. <laughs> thank you. All right, we'll talk soon. You keep in touch, okay? Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. <laughs> Amazing young lady. Amazing talent. You guys got to go to her page. I will be putting that up later on today once I get off the road. My gosh, my gosh, we have such wonderful people here that are doing wonderful things. You know, age is no excuse. We can do this. We can do this. We can do this. I'm going to take a short break, and I'll be right back. We do have other guests on the show today, and I want to go ahead and take my time and get some music out for you. So here it is, Copa Angel Black.
Rose in my crown haven't even come out, but damn, we killing the game, my lady, that's right, I'll bless you and break, yo sé lo que tengo, yo sé lo que soy, I don't been running like this other boys, we don't be trying, we living in happening times, let me give you that wine and dine.
so before we fade, just appreciate the simple things that we always let fade away.
picture of a dreamer Put it in a time frame for the dreamer who been dreaming But the time ain't came to benefit from the beauty of the portrait that was drawn By the dreamer now a king but used to be a pawn now a queen stands tall, yells checkmate to the bully and the bullies who are not her playmates. Sorry, Mr. Hate, can't take you serious like a play date. Superpower activate, close my eyes, pray to God, call that blind fate. Blind date with destiny, had a one night stand. Next day took a knee, asked for her hand. Ain't looking for no boy, said I need a man. Just call me Obama, cause yes I can. And just like that, destiny became my girl. Should I, should I, should I, should I, nah. <laughs> Wouldn't change it for the world, huh? I've been, I've been Glad I chose the path to be different when I had the choice to choose the path, not travel. Instead, leave the trail for the trailblazer, looking for the door of opportunity. Other man trying to lead the way. Today I say, leave the hate on the back door with the dog plague and the cats eat from the same bowl with the cheering plate. And I heard him say, nothing ever promised tomorrow today. He rode for the bully. Come, let me show you that you're beautiful beyond measure. Understand to be a dumb and that you require pressure. Walk with exempt, think like a pimp, act like a gentleman, stay smart for the ladies, even if they offer me money with Mercedes and the perfect girl. I thought about it, think about it, thought about it, nah, wouldn't change it for the world, huh? Change it for the world. Change it for the world. Change it for the world.
just spend my life with her, wife in her She hits me in my heart, in my heart like a kick drum Do it from the start, from the start She was it, she was it, I'm falling No parachute, I was talking about you I'm telling all my friends, I think this is the end Like baby, girl, better know that's Bria Blocking on the one with the grit. 
loud and the sweet got me spraying down my feet. I'm tripping, 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 baby, help me calm down. I'm tripping, 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 I don't think I'm coming down. I'm tripping, 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 promise me you'll stay around. I'm tripping, 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 but I think I'm okay now. Designer, who made your neck froze Who had you sitting courtside Who taught you what you know But now things are different You're out there on your own Can't find nothing better So you're blowing up my phone Yeah, you're my ex Crazy as they come Yeah, you're my ex Still blowing up my phone Maybe the next time you'll do better You still want me And you can't leave me alone Yeah, you're my ex But you won't You said you love me all the time But you don't I've had it up to here just so you know This ain't getting no better so I'm gone Yeah, I'm gone No time, no time out So break up some my bads I'm done with you, it's over Gone for good, it's all bad I'm through, I'm through Yeah, I'm through It's only me, there's no more room for you Who put you in designer? They come here, you're my ex Still blowing up my phone Maybe the next time you'll do better You still want me and you can't leave me alone Yeah, you're my ex You're my, 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 you're my,
move on me and you can't leave me alone You're my ex You're asking for a 1% of 1% life. So far I've heard, I didn't want to eat shit and put out stuff and deal with no feedback for a year or two. I don't want to spend the three or four hours to like learn it because it seems like there's so much. You have to realize when you're asking to, do, to live a 1% life that you need to do 1% things. You got your perspective. I just want to be happy. Don't you want to be happy? My What's guy. up, my brother? It's a real pleasure. How you feeling? It's an man? honor, pleasure's man. Real mine, pleasure. Man. For real, man. What's up, man? Ali. Ali, such a pleasure. I like the way you talk, man. You I appreciate that. You got away with words, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. It's a real pleasure to see you. We were just talking for a second, and you know, I mean, like, him being like a living legend and one of the people who could actually touch Diddy, touch me, touch touch anybody at the um, same time. I'm aware of you all of I mean? it. He has all that leverage, and he has his phone company, and he wanted to talk a little bit about okay. his phone company and like, Let's go. what to do with it. How did it start? Who reached Being out to you? in the right place at the right time. Always. <laughs> I'm frequent in Miami a lot, um, you know, a small community. Of course. I really wanted to get it because you, there's a lot of you that I see that. Reminds you of myself, which is all of this. Yeah. Because that means you spread in so many different ways. So how the fuck do you reel all that shit back in and then make it make it work for you? The reason I think I've been able to pull it off is 60 to 80% always go to one core big thing. And then I get my nut off on all my other stuff. But I got one thing that's like, you know? Like, it's like a, a, a piece of, it's like food. Like, there's always a steak or a chicken. But then I got a fuckload of Brussels sprouts and carrots and you know. But there's always a core, and it's. It, this, this is, go ahead. And that was either the wine store in Springfield, Jersey, or VaynerMedia. If we could figure out on Instagram or Facebook or Snap, Snap, you know, there's places like for me, it's running ads on the internet in lower income individuals targeting lower income individuals who are more likely to not have a plan, in that sweet kind of like. 20 to 30 spot because if you're younger a lot of times your parents are doing it you hit them hard with a bunch of different messages like hey don't worry about you know getting a you know a plan we can go month to month like you catch the right video the right you know it's just like a a, a commercial like on tv like there's millions of commercials but just do it or priceless or where's the beef you know like that's the goal of my company always like what's the internet version of that good Cool. Let's do that next within the next 30 days. Mike, let's take a photo real quick. Yeah, we man. don't sleep. The money don't sleep. Why do we have to sleep? Yep. I inspired every once in a while. I put out like four or five videos like everyone else. Okay. I see why most people quit. Um, and then nobody watches it. So I think more back to your maybe your wine library days where you just kept pumping them out and out. And it took five, seven, eight years. Is that what I'm facing really? Is that just like, yeah, it's like three, five videos constantly, constantly, and eventually. Two, like you're just, you just care about short-term feedback loops. 
it's like I don't, I don't have even any feedback. So I'm trying to think, how do I? Well, a couple things you could do. You could yeah. spend money against the content. Okay, that I don't really have. Right, so then you can just be patient and wait for it to come. And when I say you can spend money, and maybe you don't have this either, but you're here, so this will, you should have this, I think. Spending 200 bucks against a video highly targeted will get you feedback if that's what you're yearning. For your basketball example, LeBron James yep. versus me, uh, I do like spend like $60, $100. Got it. I feel like awesome. I'm gambling at the casino. Yep. I feel like I'm playing the yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's not a tool. So then it brings me back to your, uh, you know, be a practitioner. Spend three weeks and learn mm-hmm. how to when I go on YouTube, or, or actually YouTube, it just feels like there's so much out there. Everybody's saying a different story. It's like hard to... I think the thing that you have to wrap your head around is what you're asking for. Think about this. Yeah. You said, I want... You know, it's really important. I think you're going to know where I'm going to go. Okay. I want to live a life where I can travel three to four months a year and still run my business and make money. Like, you're asking for a 1% of 1% life. You're looking to build a personal brand so that you can travel four months a year. Yes. You have to realize when you're asking to, do, to live a 1% life yes. that you need to do 1% things. Right. So far I've heard I didn't want to eat shit and put out stuff and deal with no feedback for a year or two because it doesn't feel like it's accomplishing anything. That makes sense to me. Yeah. No, I don't eat 10 years. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to spend the three or four hours to like learn it because it seems like there's so much. Yeah, man. Stick with me here, though. Okay, yes. You want to live a 1% life? Like, you have to do 1% things. Like, that's super hard to live a life where you get to travel four months a year. Right. Like, that was outrageous of what you just asked for. Okay. I mean, I'm not, I'm, no, but think about it. But it's a, this is everything. This is the whole nut that you have to, the reason you haven't figured out. You're fucking out of your mind with what you're asking, thus you have to do ridiculously hard shit to get there, yeah. and you're not even giving it a chance, you're, you're, you're bailing on the hard shit within seconds. Like every data point that I've heard so far, and it's okay, is like no chance, let alone some chance. Right. Because I don't think you've quantified how ridiculous what you're asking for is. Okay. I have to say, I do that. So I, I, I'm the living example. I do exactly what you said. Which is? Travel four months a year and have a business and have it grow. Yes. <laughs> and the right people. You're the oldest guy in the room. You were here. You were probably. <laughs> yeah, Steve. 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 You also had three fucking heart attacks. <laughs> you know, like, I, I mean. I didn't say you doing exactly. And that's and and to your point, how many years did it take us? When did we do it? Years. Dude, I fucking worked in a liquor store for 15 hours a day, seven days a week for years, and somehow people put that as like part of my narrative, but don't give it the respect. You want to live a 1% life. I understand that. Cool. Like, so, I wanted so then to, you yeah. wanted to build, you told me you wanted to build, you thought that building a personal brand is the way to do that. The two core things in building a, per, which is fine, the two core things in a personal brand, you've bailed on immediately. Patience and practitionership. You don't want to do either. I know that you're gonna to want to take some photos. I need to like just no, count. No, no, no. You what? Gotta go. Okay. I'll take this to your cool. Thank you. I'll see you guys later. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. We're late. So one thing we want to do. What size T-shirt are you? I'm gonna grab you a medium. I'm gonna grab you a medium. Am I gonna wear that? I'm gonna wear. I'm gonna give you that. We just wanted to take before we start the programming one quick picture with the whole board.
get raised by us, charity event, an organization that helps organizations and their employees give back. Really enjoying it on the board. Super happy about it. Here with this beautiful man, Ben Lair, founder of Thriller, chairman of Group 9. CEO. CEO. Not chairman? I don't know, actually. I'm not sure. The Mets fan. What's this for? It's just a vlog. Yeah, you're famous now. God, yes. The board people, I want to say hi. These are all tirelessly supported individuals. My original co founder, Danny, who married the whole Sam, Gary, Gino, Beth, Emily, and Ellie in the corner. So thank you all for uh, So now I'm going to do. Yeah, you should take these. Anyway, so we're going to get started with a quick panel. Uh, we seem to, here we go, David and Catherine. So we're going to do this much more quickly than most panels, but we felt like because we had such a, an esteemed group of uh, interesting and wonderful board members, it would be disrespectful not to let them share their immense knowledge, in particular, Gary. <laughs> Gary, as you, so VaynerMedia has been in hyper growth, hiring huge numbers of people for uh, for years now, which is shocking. Uh, <laughs> uh, are you? What's the thing that you struggle most with um, from a culture perspective? As you uh, as you sort of need to build a team fast, uh, how do you maintain that? Where does it break down? Sure. So I think there's a lot of variables, and I'll use the context of the other answers in here. You know, this ecosystem, in a lot of faces I see. I think what was interesting is at, when I started Vayner, I was coming from investing and, and kind of the tech ecosystem. And with Vayner, it's had to be profitable. We didn't raise capital. So it's one thing to maintain culture when you can get away with losing money every year. It's another thing when you have to make payroll every two weeks. So for me, I agree with everything here. And on top of it, I had to be profitable every day since we've had it. That's number one. Number two, I didn't come from the advertising world. And so my biggest problem is for the 900 people that work for me, I'm a little bit of an enigma in a lot of my actions because I'm also breaking the industry and having different perspectives on creative and media. So the truth is, uh, you know, every day in the process of what we're doing, we're, I'm fighting a market that doesn't necessarily want to buy what I'm selling employees that are holding up the past on a pedestal. So Ben, everything's a problem. <laughs> Does the New York tech community have a, an obligation or responsibility to give back, and, and, and why do you think that's the case? And one of you does have to answer your question. I mean, the answer is yes, because if, if, to me, it's not about the New York tech community, it's about every human and organization on earth. If you have the, there is an unbelievable misunderstanding of how much abundance there is in the world. And I think if you're lucky enough to be in a position to be able to, whether you're a human individual here or an organization, a startup, the New York tech community, the San Francisco tech community, the Tokyo tech community, the fashion community in Germany, whatever you are, uh, I think there's, there's a real deep need to understand that there's an underlining obligation if you've been gifted enough with the proper DNA and circumstance that something good is going on. Ben, I just want to add one thing. In the way that you asked the question of like, how do you think about the ROI of social purpose, it's really interesting. For me, I don't think about it at all. I think one of the things I'm fascinated by is when you're giving, that should be it. 
the, the thought that there's so many people that are using doing the right thing as a gateway drug to a financial mm-hmm. output I think has caused a lot of cynicism and a lot of things that I've seen in startups that make me upset, not happy, because I've seen they front-loaded the profits to make it look like they're trying to do good when they're just trying to make money. Like, when I give, I give, period, move on. And so I think that's an interesting conversation that I don't see touched on, and I think that's something that should be debated a little bit. I think, to that point of that interaction, I think, In these scenarios, and I think some of us have had the luxury of being involved in boards or being at these kind of events, like when I think about my life, so many times I've been in the audience and been at things compelled by emotional stories or things that I could help with, and then the high of the moment goes away, the next day comes, life takes over, and you don't act. And so I think for us, you know, for me, whether it's the silent auction or if you're in a position where it's not financial and you can volunteer, I think what I'm doing here to wrap it up is like, here's my action above and beyond and I would, it would mean the world to all of us associated, whether through some hustle as a volunteer, bidding on something uh, at the silent auction table that you can go flip on eBay later or however you roll, or uh, by making a donation or getting your organization involved. It would mean so much to us if you could take action on today. It, you know, and and, and that's, that's how I see it. So thank you so much for being here. I couldn't get any entry-level job in my own company because I couldn't pass the written test or the math test for the two disciplines. I couldn't. I own the whole fucking thing, and the straight facts are I could not work for my own company in an entry-level job. Were you always successful? In everything but school. Didn't do well in school. Poor. Terrible, actually. Um, Punted it. And this is where I give my parents enormous credit. Education is the way out for immigrants. Sure is. My mom recognized that I was a merchant, an entrepreneur, and then when I got D's and F's, she punished me. Even though she knew I didn't need school in her heart, she made me know that there was accountability for things. The biggest problem right now is insecurity. Everybody's actions are to get shit to close their insecurity. You have so much time and everybody's in such a rush. They're in a rush because they want to prove something to somebody. Money is not the variable of happiness. To me, life is broken down into complaining and not. So if you're not complaining, well then I have no, I have no advice for you. I'm, I'm pumped, like you did it. I just don't understand people dwelling and complaining. Like listen, I really, really, really would have enjoyed being the quarterback in the New York Jets. But by fourth grade, I looked around, I'm like, fuck, I'm not gonna be the quarterback of the Jets. <laughs> and so I said, you know what? Instead of being the quarterback of the Jets, I'm gonna buy the Jets. There's so many people that are talking shit about how big of an entrepreneur they're gonna be and how much they're gonna achieve and they don't work on weekends. The reason I do a daily blog on YouTube is don't listen to what I'm saying, watch what I'm doing. I wanna make patience and empathy and gratitude and eating fucking dog shit for 15 years cool, mm. period. Because that's the only way they're gonna get it. Right. You know, I worked every Saturday of my 20s. Like, I don't sit on my couch and say, I'm gonna be a millionaire and then like jerk off while I'm playing Madden all day. Like, people want all these special things to happen, but then they're acting like everybody else. And that gets into the Saturdays on, in your 20s. Like, or, or just like taking risks or things of that nature. Like, this shit's fucking binary. 
either you do the shit that gets you there or you don't. And everybody's focused on the finish line, not the treadmill work and the fucking drinking the fucking egg like Rocky fucking Balboa. They don't want to do that shit. So what should we do, Gary Vee? People should fucking stop complaining. Right. People should figure out who the fuck they are. You got to figure out how to try shit. Like that's the only, like, like you just never know what your favorite food was until you try it. If you only had chicken, you might have not known that hot dogs were the best. So that's what I love about the internet. These kids have so much option to like watch shit on YouTube and to like, my only answer to Nate or anybody like is just like, try shit. The reason most people who are listening right now are not doing that thing is they're worried about the opinion of somebody. Usually their mother, usually their father, and the reality is, is that your spouse may be the person holding you back and you have to have that conversation. Do you feel like you judge yourself? I don't. And it's what I want for everybody else. We're beating ourselves up. Like, everybody sucks at something, right? Like, we all have shortcomings and we all have strengths. And for me, it's like, why don't we just audit that? You have to love hard. No. You have to love eating shit. Yes. You have to love people leaving comments saying you suck. You have to love the process. Figure out what your fucking thing is and stop making fucking bullshit excuses. Who the president is, your mom did this, like, like I missed it, I had that idea for Uber. Then why didn't you fucking do it, dick? People decide no before they try. You just decided no because the system tells you no. You've been pound, you've been sold no. If you're lucky enough right now to be listening and you're good at what you like, become tunnel fucking vision because there's way too many voices telling you what and how. I want the pain, I want the process, I have the patience, I don't care what I have setbacks. I know that I'm asking for something special and if you're asking for something special, it should be hard. Everybody's saying no. I just say yes. And then if it's a no, I don't give a fuck. You're gonna judge me that I lost? I don't give a fuck what you think. And that's why I get so into that. Because then, then you're not scared to try shit because when you don't give a fuck what anybody says about you failing, you love failing. I love music. Own your shortcomings, own your strengths, surround yourself with the other shit and stuff starts to pop. Thank you for having me. Micro fucking content. Know who your audience is. You got your perspective. Be happy, don't you want to be happy? I kind of lost that you know, 250,000 a day followers. That's like 25 million on the you know, TV show, killing it. Uh, the thing on the entrepreneur OTT, yeah. More importantly, you, you don't know how to go from the next like the 200,000. What's, what's the 200,000 on Instagram? Follow. It's all engaged. When you get 50,000 people watching a video, let me see it real quick. I mean, it's super fun for me to look at this because it's so like the, the model, you know, like it feels so. First and foremost, you're not putting out enough content, okay? Like. Like, there's a shitload that we don't put out. Yeah, I don't know what's, I don't, like, first and foremost, this is one day ago, the next piece is four days ago, you went three days without posting. Like, I'm posting four, actually, I'm a little down, and I'm upset about it, and we're like, like, we're like, I have like angst that for the last 45 days, I've gone away from my four times a day, five times a day, to two or three a day, you're posting once every three days in that example, um, I think you, 
aren't posting enough. Let, let me tell you something that's super important that we've come to realize. The micro content's more important than the macro content. You're producing a, I don't know, are you producing a blog? Right. Don't put the blog on the pedestal. Put the pieces of content from the daily blog on the pedestal. It's a reverse, right? 100%. The five or six magic moments, all, you know, right now we're like in this really realizing it stage, so we're having a lot of fun because we keep looking at each other, because every time we have a moment, which used to be a good scene from the vlog, we know is gonna be a separate video. I mean, I had a, uh, I had a video from me and YG, the rapper, that got 1.4 million views on, on Instagram, that like, the vlog got 29,000 views for the whole episode. All right, so macro content, micro content, posting, going after your goals. These are all the things that we need to be doing when we're thinking about dream chasing. Not talking about it, but going after it. I know that Gary Vee has a unique uh, way of saying things, but I like what he's saying, whereas to, you know, if you want to live that life, if you want to be that person, you need to actually go after it. It needs to be like tunnel vision, like he said. Don't uh, make excuses. Just do it. It, Just focus and go for it. And that's what we are here about on Drew Chasers Radio. We want to support you in going ahead and going for your goals. That's why we are here to help you out. We have our next guest on the line. Please tell everybody who you are and what you do, please. Am I on? Hello. Yes. Hi. um, Yes. I'm a I'm a rapper named Jock Jam Jesus, and uh, I make rap music and rock music, and I do acting, and I'm a funny guy, stuff like that. Awesome. Well, okay, 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 so you're gothic, right? Yeah, I I wear all black and have tattoos and piercings and stuff. Awesome. Okay, so tell tell me about yourself. How did you get started, and why rap? Being a god, I mean, you know, being god that you would think that you would be like, you know, into that kind of music. Are you? And and, and how do you do this? How does that work for you? Yeah, um, how I got started, uh, I just saw other people doing it, and then uh, I figured if they could do it, I'm, I'm, that I'd probably be able to do it better than they could, honestly. And, uh, you know, I always liked rap music anyway, even though I'd, I like other kinds of music too, and uh, I put a I put other genres of music into the rap music, you know. So like I can I can make a rap song that has metal guitars in it or something, or do whatever I want. Wow! 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 Okay, okay. So you know, I, with everything that you're that you know in your bio, I love it. It says. Crazy, gothic, hillbilly, white rapper. I mean, that's like everything. It's like it takes me through a whole series of different people. <laughs> How did you come up with that? Uh, it's it's just who I am. Uh, you know, I have a lot of musical influences, and uh, but but I'm a, I'm a white boy from the woods of West Virginia, also. So it's a part of my identity, you know. Right. And how did you come up with your name? Um, it's a play on, uh, this old 90s, um, stadium music compilation called ESPN Presents Jock Jams. I don't know if you, you remember that or not. No, I don't, actually. 
they had like a like pump up the jam and songs like that on it. Oh, cool! I like that song actually. Wow! <laughs> wow! Fun. So, <laughs> so it's it's so cool because you know it's it's so many different variables that you have, and and you know you uh, perform different genres of music. Like shock, what? Okay, so explain to me what shock rap and the different genres that you actually do, because I see a bunch of different things. Um, shock rap is like a just offensive or shocking music, you know, that will uh, draw attention. Sometimes scary stuff. Sometimes it's funny. But uh, I also do uh. Just all different kinds of rap. I, I don't only make one type of song, and uh, I do whole other genres of music too. I make an industrial rock, and uh, I do covers of songs and all kinds of different stuff. And you do like rock, metal, synth, folk, and spoken. Yeah, I, I have a, I have spoken word songs, and you know, I, I just do whatever I, I feel like doing at the time. Whenever I get creative, you know. Mhm. What 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 inspires you? Um. That's a good question. I would say that uh. I like to uh draw people in with with the music so that I can try to give them a more wholesome personal message, even though the music might not be so wholesome all the time. <laughs> That's true. It's true on every every area and every genre. Wow. Now, okay, so, all right, you have tattoos on your knuckles, your hands, your head, your neck, your face, and more private areas, which we don't go into. But, <laughs> but um, <laughs> is that a form of expression? Uh, it was just something that, uh, I started doing for my image, you know, and, uh, I probably went too far, (laughs) (laughs) but it's, there's not much I can do about it now, you know. I hear you. Wow. Okay, so, you believe in aliens, and you have stories. Okay, now you have to tell me a story, because I need to know. Okay, so, this is going to sound hard to believe. But uh, like I said, I, I live out in the middle of nowhere. There's, there's, if you look out my door, you can't see any other houses or anything. It's just wood. Wow. So uh, one night a couple years ago, at about 2 a.m. in the morning, I uh, I walked outside here in my parking lot to uh, get something out of my car, and I looked up. And there was a little green slimy alien standing about 30 yards away. And I was Mm. like, oh, no. And I looked behind me, and about 20 yards away, there was another little green slimy alien standing behind me. And so I, I got freaked out, and I looked back at the first alien again, and this time he was closer. And so I was like, screw this. And I ran back inside, and uh, they were so fast that as I was running back inside, I could feel them pounding, running up the steps behind me. 
and right before I slammed the door, one of them grabbed my leg. Oh no! Oh wait, hold on yeah. a second. Let me let me let me breathe. <laughs> oh, 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 okay, okay, go ahead. And uh, so you know, I, I ran inside and slammed the door, and I sat down and uh. Through the windows, I could see their their heads bouncing up and down, peeking through the windows for like another fifteen or twenty minutes, and then uh, they finally just went away. But mm. where the one alien grabbed my leg, a couple of weeks later, I got diagnosed with a flesh-eating bacteria, and I ended up in the hospital for months. I almost lost my leg. Oh my gosh. Oh my God! It was that it was out there to kill you. Uh, I don't I don't know. Uh, maybe they were trying to. Uh, I, I believe that they that they come here to to clone people and replace them with the clones. Because uh, another night, I was laying in bed and uh, I woke up with sleep paralysis. You know what sleep paralysis is? Yeah. Okay, so uh, I could open my eyes and look around. I just couldn't move. And um, there was a, a different kind of alien inside my house. It was a really tall, skinny, gray alien. And he was walking around the house, like picking up objects off the table and examining them and putting them back down. And then uh, he started to walk down the hallway towards my bedroom where I was sleep paralysis, and uh, I managed to wriggle myself up enough to where I could sit up, and then uh, when I did that, he bolted out of the house and slammed the door, and then uh, I saw lights floating up into the sky. Were you still there? Yeah, I was still here. You're crazy. <laughs> You're crazy. I promise you. Like, okay, I have. Stories. Oh my gosh! No, I have a bunch of my friends. Are okay. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go there. I'm black girl. You know, I'm a black girl. Whatever. But yeah. I have a lot of my friends that are white, and they always tell me, you know, we've never seen black people do this. I said there is a reason why black people don't do that. Okay, there's <laughs> just, just a reason. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the moment that I, you know, see like. 30 yards here and behind me some green people that want to kill me or even look at me funny. I'm like, we're some in the house and I'm moving out tonight and you guys show it and whenever you sell it, you let me know and then give me the money. Because <laughs> I'm not going back there. <laughs> I can't believe you're still there. Oh my gosh. That is That's crazy. I, 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 I own this place in the land, so it'd be hard for me to give up over just a few aliens, you know? Oh, yeah, just, yeah. No, just a few aliens. Dude, what? <laughs> <laughs> you, okay, so you say you believe that they have, they come down here to clone people. I have to be a clone. I'm going to tell you why. When I was, when my mom was singing, and uh, we went to, I went to my godmother's house to stay there. Right? right? So my godmother was taking care of me for that night. My mom comes home 
very early in the morning, and she picks me up, and I guess they were like, you know, why are you picking her up so early in the morning? You could have just left her here. You know what I mean? And it was in the middle of the night. It was in the middle of the night. It was nowhere near early morning or whatever. You know what I mean? It was like maybe like, I don't know, 2 o'clock in the morning, because you know how the singers and all that stuff, like one or two when you get off work. So you have a few hours before daylight, right? So she picks me up, puts me in the back seat of the car. We're driving back to back to the house. And all of a sudden, my mom looks up out the window. A cop had pulled somebody over on the side of the road, and I was in the back seat of the car. We looked up. All of us looked up. We saw the lights, and that's all I remember until, like, 9 o'clock in the morning. So you experienced time loss. It was daylight. That was it. That was the experience. That was that's all I remember. I don't remember anything else. From the moment that my mom looked up and the police officer looked up until around daylight. It was it was like the sun had already come up and we were there, standing right. looking up. And uh, you, you know what that sounds like, right? It sounds like I'm a clone. Like um <laughs> You seen the, you seen the movie Men in Black? Right. Where they where right, they were they, um, were they, they were they pull up that thing that wipes your memory and you yeah. don't anything? I don't. <laughs> I actually well, don't remember anything. As it, well, it is. And the, then the biggest thing is that it was in the newspaper the next day, and then it was covered up. Hmm. So. And we're talking downtown Chicago. Right? Yeah, we're talking downtown Chicago, Indiana, South Indiana. We're talking like, you know what I mean? Right. So I, that was my that was one of my experiences with um was you know extraterrestrials. I didn't, I don't remember seeing any if I did, and I must be an extraterrestrial. I have to like look into my brain and see if I have any talents like you know touching people's legs and making like the flesh virus go on them or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, if, if you were a clone, you might not even know. You know, they might have exactly. Copied your memories into the new body, and you're really an alien, and you don't even know. I'm an alien. <laughs> who knows? Who really? Do? I mean, who knows? Who knows? But I do. I do believe in in that, and I I think that you are really. I'm gonna I'm gonna just say it. I love you. Really, I'm not prejudiced at all. But you know, white people do things that black people would not do, and that was that that house would be sold the day after that first thing <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> all right. Amazing yeah, stories, I, of me. Okay, so you have it. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't. I didn't sleep for. I didn't sleep during while it was dark out for months after that. I waited till it was daylight before I went to sleep. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I wouldn't blame you. I wouldn't blame you. I would be like Mossberg, AK. All right. I would have <laughs> like cartridges all around the house, like fire torch blowers and stuff. I would just be like, you <laughs> have an arsenal. Every corner behind the behind the love seat, the recliner would have one inside the side. <laughs> I'll tell you. I would go I would go crazy. Anyway, so okay, so you have an album on streaming on streaming and let tell me about that. Okay, so I have a a 23-song album on Spotify and Apple and all all the sites. It's called The Holy Grail, and uh, it's basically like, well, I, I have probably 
close to 200 songs. So I took like my greatest hits or whatever and put it all on one album basically. And it you know it had stuff from all the way from my old songs to my new songs at that point. But honestly, um that came out in July and I've already made I've already probably made a whole other album worth of material since then. I've been working really hard. Wow. And so you have this song here. Hold on. Like anything was stolen, so I was like, "Cool, they 
must have been looking for something and didn't find it or whatever. And uh, later that evening, I went to go feed my pet snake, Jamal, and uh, he wasn't in his cage. But the, the lid on the cage was closed, and I knew that there was no way for him to open up the lid himself and get out. And so I was like, oh, no, they took my snake. And uh, some time went by. I, I, you know, I just, I was like, damn, somebody stole my snake. But uh, I got a text later that night that said, we have your snake. If you ever want to see your snake again, cash app $200 to this cash app. And uh, I had to think about that for a while. Uh, $200 isn't really chump change to me, but uh, Mm -hmm. I love my snake, you know, and uh, eventually the next morning I decided that I was going to, I was going to try to give them the money, and uh, so I, I sent the cash app, and uh, I texted them back, and I didn't hear nothing for a long time, so I was like, wow, they just really stole my money and kept my snake, you know, but yeah. uh, sometime the next day during the evening, they finally texted back, and uh they had a picture of my snake and he was dead and they said sorry we accidentally forgot your snake outside overnight and he froze to death but they kept they kept the money so they killed my snake and stole my money oh my gosh so R.I.P. to Jamal he was a good snake he never hurt nobody he didn't deserve that you know So if, if anybody out there listening has any information on Jamal's killers, please contact me on the Internet and let me know. Wow. Now, your look has been a critic. I mean, people are looking at you as on the outside instead of on the inside. Tell me about that. How have you been attacked because of the way you look? Um. Most most people are actually very nice to me, especially in real life, you know. Um, I've, I've never had somebody really come up and say nothing rude to me in real life, even once. But you get online and, and people get jealous, you know. Like, um, I have, like, a lot of Facebook followers, so, like, an, another rapper will see that and he'll feel the need to comment something negative about the way I look, you know. But... I look at them and I'm and I always think, you know, I'd I'd rather be me than you, so, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, I I appreciate you being on the show. You know, uh as as far as like your music, your life, everything that's happening to you, you know, what how how does that how does that coincide with you now going forward with your music? Um, it really makes me work harder. Like, uh, every time, all the time I'm making more and more songs and I put more money into, like, the videos and to art and stuff like that. Uh, it's hard for me to give up and call it quits, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially after everything that's happened, I feel like I have to keep going. 
Yeah. Yeah. So you're pressing forward, and you're and you're going ahead. You know, you could send me that song. That would be nice. I can put that up on the station, and also any of your music videos. That would be great because that we can put it on TV. We can put it on our TV station. It has been such a wonderful. I mean, a wonderful interview. All the way from the beginning to the end, it's very interesting, you know. And and I I totally you know I demise people who actually do, uh, you know, hurt pets or hurt animals for no reason at all. That to me is just is a catastrophe. It should be a crime. It should really be a crime. And whoever has yeah. done that, to, whoever did that to your to your your snake, they they should be caught. Yeah, they didn't do it on purpose, but. It's still wrong, you know. It's wrong. It is wrong. It is wrong. And so I think that uh, you know, we need to we need to really crack down on that and make sure that we're not uh letting them go and letting them have such a light sentence as far as like, you know, well, you know, it was a mistake. Well, I mean they shouldn't have come into your home and taken your pet anyway. Yeah, he deserves justice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's it's uh it's something it's something <laughs> I I just I demise that. I mean, if they can come into your home and take your pet, they can come into your home and do anything. And that that to me is is uh is alarming. But you you stay safe and keep bringing the music that you're bringing. Um and where can people reach you? Um I have a a Facebook page, like a music page and uh I'm on Instagram, and uh, they can look up my music on YouTube or Spotify or wherever they want. It'll be there. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, you know what? Send all that to me, and we're going to be posting that up. I'm on the road. I'm actually sitting in the parking lot. I have no idea where I'm at. But as soon as I get back to the studio, I'm going to go ahead and put that up because I was on location today anyway. Um, but, um, you know, man, I tell you, stay away from the aliens. You know, um, yeah, you too. don't let any of them touch you. <laughs> don't let them, don't let them touch you. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so crazy. That's so scary. You gotta write a book. That should be like yeah, your next I thing. Should. Living. It should be like it should be like titled "The Wilderness." <laughs> no, I'm not kidding. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's like it's crazy. It's like yo, yo. It, it should be like a comic book though. It, it mean a real life. Yeah, um, this is what happened. But a comic book, nobody actually have, it. I actually have somebody working on a, on a comic book of that, actually. Good. Good. It's going to be a bestseller. I'm telling you, whenever it gets ready to come out, <laughs> let me know. I want to know. Because I think, and I truly believe, that it's going to be amazing. Thank you. It's going to be amazing. Your life is amazing. Don't don't quit. Don't stop. Keep going. I I think that you have that kind of life that everybody wants to know about. I agree. And don't sell that house. <laughs> don't don't listen to me. Don't sell that house. <laughs> well, um, actually, uh, I'm I'm building a house right next door, so it's but it's gonna you know it's in the same place, so it doesn't really help with the aliens. No, it doesn't. It just it gives them more places to search. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know where you're at. That's that's gonna be your your key thing. So you make sure you you stuff your 
your recliner with an AK and a twenty two and and some blow torches and stuff. <laughs> we got that covered. <laughs> Good. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show. What a pleasure having you. All right. Thank you too. All right, Jock Jam Jesus was on here. Yes. Yay. Oh, man, I'm telling you, what a life you lead. I can't wait. I mean, I'm excited. About, I'm more excited about the comic book than I am anything else right now. You guys, let me tell you something. If you have a unique life, write about it. Don't just hold it to yourself. This is amazing. His life is amazing. What, he, what he's gone through is amazing. The, I mean, and, you know, it's it's just it's one of those it's just one of those things where I love it. I just absolutely love it. I love his music. I love his, I love his, his I, I love that he's staying there. I, I don't love the house, but I love the fact that he's going through all the, tell me about it. That kind of sounds bad, doesn't it? Maybe to my own pleasure, I'm putting him through torture or something. Okay, everybody, just forget you ever heard that. This has been a wonderful show. My name is Yaya Diamond. I want to thank you for tuning in. It's been great. Please don't forget to join us on Facebook, on YouTube. All you got to do is do Dream Chasers Radio and the upcoming TV station. Uh, and I'm still waiting for confirmation, you guys. It's going to take a minute. So I've done my part. Now it's on them. will be Yaya Diamond's Dream Chasers TV, which is coming soon on Roku. So when it does come, I will definitely let you know. So you can tune in there and uh, get your get your stuff out. If you have music videos, send it to me at dreamchasersradio at gmail.com. As you can see, I'm putting up new music. So if you have new music, if you have anything, dreamchasersradio at gmail.com. Send that to me. Send me your videos. And also in that, send me a permission to use your stuff because I don't want to have any problems. So put, we permit Dream Chasers Radio, Yaya Diamond, to use across all broadcasting. That way I can do it and I can put it on a TV, I can put it on the radio, and we can have – we can do that just for you, okay? And and that, and that is just for you, okay? Just send it to me. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Wow, it's been an episode. Let me tell you, I have had the best time today. And now that you know I'm an alien, the word is out. <laughs> Don't forget that I always say, and I kind of mean this, maybe it's a different meaning today. Dare to be different, baby? 